Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Headlines. We're going to start off with uh, a big fight coming up, but we're going to talk about the undercard. Let's go over to UK where Anthony Joshua is going to take on Jermaine Franklin. And we've got uh, some words on the undercard. Craig Richards will face Richard Politnicks for the WBA Intercontinental Light Heavyweight title. And EBU European middleweight champion Matteo Signani will defend his belt against Felix Cash. And this will take place at the O2 in London on Saturday, April 1st. Richards, uh, with a record of 17-3-1 with 10 knockouts, was originally scheduled to face Bolitniks 19-6-1 with eight knockouts, by the way. On the undercard of the Dillian White uh, close points win over Jermaine Franklin at the OVO Arena in Wembley last November. But the Crystal Palace man was forced to withdraw after falling ill during the fight. Spider returns to the scene of his spirited points loss to South London rival Joshua Boazzi last May, while Bolotniks, who holds wins over Hosea Burton and Stephen Ward, was last in action April 2022, decisioning Hervoce Siep over eight rounds in Barcelona, Spain. Italy's European middleweight ruler, Signani, he's 32, 6, and 3, 12 knock has landed the title for the first time against Jervok Chatkian in Trento back in October 2019 before making the successful defenses against Maxime Bossier in 2020 and Ruben Diaz in May 2021. Il Giagaro lost the belt, however, to Anderson Prestot on a technical decision last June but avenged that loss in November. So back and forth they go. Walkingham's former British and Commonwealth champ, Cash, he's 16-0, 10 knockouts, is looking to add the EBU crown to his collection after enduring a frustrating 2022 in which he picked up two wins. Cash is on a collision course with American rival Austin Ammo Williams and hopes to face the unbeaten contender later this year after going face-to-face -face with him in a fiery ringside encounter in Leeds. Tickets, as you know, are uh, not only on sale globally, but they're also on sale on our TalkingFight.com site. Check it out. Let's go over to a story in BoxingNews24.com by Barry Holbrook. Uh, WBO Cruiserweight Champion Lawrence Coley says he wants to face unbeaten, highly ranked contender Richard Rekpor to defend his belt against him at any time after he faces his mandatory challenger, David Light, who's 20-0, by the way, 12 knockouts next month on March 25th over the Manchester Arena in Manchester, England. It's disappointing, says the author, the way Okoli has been st stagnant career-wise, and you can argue that he should be a superstar by this point if he'd have been kept busy, matched against a cutting-edge competition, and moved quickly to heavyweight. Eddie Hearn should have already put Okoli in a unification fight in the last two years, and ushered him to heavyweight to be challenging for a world title by this point, he says. The way Hearn gave Anti Joshua the red carpet treatment after he turned pro and seemingly kept Okoli in the slow lane is hard to ignore. Okoli says he's interested in moving up to heavyweight at some point, but he doesn't appear to be in a hurry to make that move with his career. He says he wants to first unify at cruiserweight and then move up to bridgeweight and capture belt in that division before eventually making the jump to heavyweight. 
Akoli isn't saying whether he wants to unify by defending by sorry by defeating one or two champions at cruiserweight before moving up. If he's take if he's talking about capturing an additional two straps before moving to bridgeweight, it could be done eons from now and is hardly worth it, considering the lack of popularity of the other three cruiserweight champions, Ilunga Makuba, Arsen Gualmirian, and Jai Apatala. Many boxing fans now believe the big six foot five Rick Poor, 16 and 0, 12 knockouts, is ready to kick the 30-year-old Akoli's uh kick Akoli. I was going to say something else. 18 no, by the way, 14 knockouts off his throne as the WBO belt holder. But Rick Poor's right hand rivals Akoli, and he possesses far better hand speed, technical skills, and coordination, says the author. Whatever edge the 2016 Olympian Akoli once had over Rick Poor due to his amateur pedigree has disappeared because of a combination of inactivity and lackluster competition. As the WBO champion, Akoli has been a big disappointment, defending it just twice in two beats, beating Mikhail Kishlak a year ago in March in a competitive 12-rounder, unanimous decision, by the way, and then stopping little-known Dylan Prozovic in the third round in September of 2021. Akoli captured his vacant WBO cruiserweight title in March 2021, stopping former world champ Krzysztof Galaki in the sixth round. Interestingly, Rick Poor did a better job of defeating Glowacki, scoring an easy third-round knockout last month on January 21st back in Manchester. If you were to compare the two performances against the same opponent, there's no question that Rick Poor did a far better job of handling the still dangerous Glowacki than Akoli did. So there's a bit of an update on Lawrence Akoli on where he might end up. Let's move along to um, an, oh, another defender. Uh, Murajan Akhmadilov will defend his WBA and IBF World Super Bantamweight titles against Marlon Tapalas at the Boeing Center at Techport in San Antonio, Texas. That takes place on Saturday, April 8th as the co-main event to Jesse Rodriguez's quest to become a two-weight world champion when he faces Christian Gonzalez for the vacant WBO flyweight crown. Tickets, by the way, are on sale now and certainly can get them through the talkandfight.com website. Rodriguez, 17 and 0, 11 knockouts, drops down to 112 pounds in his quest to land world title honors at a second weight after an incredible year in 2022. Bam, as is known, became boxing's youngest world champion when he stepped in late to dominate former world ruler Carlos Cuadras to land a vacant WBC Superfly strap in Phoenix in February and then came home to San Antonio to, for his first defense where he put on a stunning display at the venue that goes for two for that he goes for two weight glory in when he stopped Thai star Shrisket Sor Rumpasai inside eight rounds back in June and those wins saw Rodriguez named as fighter of the year by the way in ESPN's mid-year awards and in September he successfully defended the green gold belt once again this time in Las Vegas as a co-main event on the Canelo Triple G trilogy night against Israel Gonzalez. It's same surname, different challenge for Rodriguez as Mexican Gonzalez of 15 and 1. Looks up to the odds in his first world title fight. The 23-year-old is the number two ranked fighter in the division, one stop one spot behind top dog Rodriguez. He boxes in all the states for the first he, he boxes in the states for the first time in his five-year career, having exclusive box on home turf to this point. 
said Rodriguez. I'm more than excited to be returning home for another world title fight. My last fight here was very special, and I can promise this one will be even better. I'm ready to make history in San Antonio when I become a two-division champ. I'm here to start 2023 with a bang and nothing less. Thank you to Matchroom and the Tycan for yet another opportunity to reach greatness. Let's move along to an upcoming battle. This Saturday night, that's February 11th, uh, from uh, Mexico, TM Boxing in association with Marv Nation return to their weekly boxing series on Mexico's Imagine Network with an explosive clash between the two unbeaten prospects. Um, Mexico's Raimundo Ray Vargas, 8-0, uh, will face his sternest test of his career in Kevin El Gallo Negro Crespo, 10-0, eight knockouts out of Tijuana in an eight-round featherweight contest. Said Director of Operations for TM Boxing, Eric Barra, we would like to thank La Huerta Jalisco and the State Sport Commission in helping us to realize this event. We are anxious to see this fight between two up-and-coming prospects who are risking their undefeated records. Despite being the younger of the two, Crespo, who's 20 years old, might have the experience advantage over the 25-year-old Rojas. The Tijuana native went pro in early 2021 and saw action six times before year end. Last year, he fought four times with his next fight marking his first of the year. This Saturday night will mark Crespo's first foray at eight rounds, and he's coming off three straight knockout wins. Good stuff. All right. Let's go along now to uh, Ramirez Douglas. Uh, oh, sorry. Ramirez Dogbo and Xander Zayas Ronald Cruz. They headline a stack card, uh, and the tickets are on sale now, taking place at the Hard Rock in Tulsa. Two of top ranks, brightest young talents, lightweight prospect Emiliano Fernando Vargas and undefeated Dominican Olympian Rohan Palanco are set to return on Saturday, April 1st, as I said, at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Vargas, who is coming off a unanimous decision win against Francisco Duke uh, last week, will face an opponent to be named in a four-round lightweight clash. Polanco, who was originally scheduled to fight in January, will make his top-ranked debut in a six-round junior welterweight fight against an opponent to be determined. The two join an already stacked card headlined by interim WBO featherweight title bout between Robesi Ramirez and Isaac Dogbo. They, uh, the eight-round co-feature between undefeated Puerto Rican stars Zanda Zayas and Ronald Diablo Cruz. So Ramirez Dogbo, Zayas Cruz, and undercard bouts uh, will stream live and exclusively in the U.S. on ESPN+. Over to the WBA and some news regarding Triple G. Uh, story uh, by Craig Daly out of BoxingNews24.com. Uh, Gennady Golovkin has been ordered by the WBA to defend his middleweight title against regular champion Erislandi Lara in his next fight. Earlier, Golovkin, 42-2-1, vacated his IBF title after he'd been ordered by the sanctioning body to defend against mandatory Esquiva Falcio. Rather than take that fight, which would have had been plenty difficult for the 40-year-old Golovkin, he chose instead to give up his belt, leaving him with just the WBA strap for now. With the WBA ordering Golovkin to defend against the 39-year-old Cuban Lara, uh, he must decide whether he feels it's worth it or not to take this equally difficult fight against a highly skinned, skilled Southpaw. So will uh, Golovkin vacate his WBA belt, asks the author. 
Golovkin and Lara have until February 23rd to reach a deal before a purse bid takes place. Before then, we'll likely hear whether Triple G chooses to vacate his title as well. It won't be a huge surprise if Triple G vacates the WA belt to swerve Lara because he's looked something awful in his last five fights, dating back to his 2019 match against Steve Rolls. In Glovkin's last fight, he was beaten Canelo Alvarez by a 12-round unanimous decision last December. I'm oh, sorry, last September, by the way. What was especially disappointing about that performance by Triple G was the lack of effort that he put out during his first six rounds. And for the most part, Triple G was circling the ring and tying up Canelo when he'd get near enough to let his hands go. Which brings us to our last story of the day regarding Triple G, in fact. And it comes out of the uh, trainer uh, of Jaime Mungia, who believes um, Jaime would knock out Golovkin if the two fought. Uh, the trainer is Eric, Mala Eric, Mala Eric Morales. And he says uh, Mungia can win against Triple G and even knock him out, according to the former Mexican world champion, Morales who currently works as Mungia's head trainer. Jaime is a young fighter who is pushing hard, and I can't see why we couldn't win against Triple G, said Morales. And I dare to say that Mungia would knock him out. Morales thinks that Mungia can beat Triple G because Kazakh, the Kazakh fighter is not as strong as he used to be. They are not in the same strength net right now, Morales explained. His last fight, Golovkin looked diminished despite the fact that he closed in better form than Canelo, but he, Triple G, looked tired. He's not the same Golovkin as he was two or three years ago. He's a great athlete, great fighter, but Jaime is pushing strong. He's 26 years old and has a future ahead of him. Last week, former uh, Triple G's head trainer, Abel Sanchez, advised Mungia to stay away from Golovkin. Sanchez argued that the only one that can give Triple G any kind of trouble is Canelo. Mungia might get a beating if he fights Golovkin, according to Sanchez. Eric Morales then replied, Abel Sanchez came out a couple of days ago to say that Triple G would kill him or something like that. I know that everybody has an opinion. Well, I know Jamie Jaime well. I think he has enough skills to face anyone, Triple G or Charlo. Morales can see Sanchez point but he doesn't think Abel is right. I understand Abel's position. I get his point, said Morales. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but I don't see any reason why he'd go in that way. It's true we haven't had a strong level opponent in the last two years, but that doesn't mean that we cannot win against Triple G. We're looking to fight against the best opponents anyway. Jaime's ready. He has the speed, the strength. He has everything that's needed to fight toe-to-toe -to -toe against anyone. There you go. Thanks for joining me, boxing fight fans. Appreciate it. Uh, remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on for uh, my core and Sergeant Ben show. Knuckle up. Remember to hit that notification bell. Thank you.